This week on the Odd Dad Out podcast, I've got some on-the-job stories of the fun kind and the idiot kind. So let's just jump right on into it. Beginning Odd Dad Out podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Welcome to the Odd Dad Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. This is a show where I share all of my twisted little views of stuff and weird little news stories that I like to pick through, and share them with you, my adoring listener. Uh, Of course, I am Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out, and it's been... I don't come upon these sort of theme shows on purpose, I promise. As, I, as I'm picking through news stories, I just kind of pull stuff that I think is funny. And it just so happens that very frequently, I don't know why, serendipity, if you, if, if you may, or if you will, or however that phrase goes, it just happens that I come upon these kind of themes. Maybe the world just operates that way. But it seems this week, everything that I've found that was just a funny story that, oh my god, I gotta talk about this because it's such a weird, funny story, seemed to be work-related. And again, I, I just pull stories and pull stories and build up my little list, and then I look at them and I'm like, oh hell, these are all this very, uh, they, they all, they're connected. It's like the Marvel Universe, it's all connected. Well, this week, everything kind of fell into a work theme, and I kind of got into this work mindset. Granted, I'm always kind of in a work mindset. That's just kind of where my brain is. But it was kind of funny that it seems like I've got, it's just weird, like companies doing weird stuff and and really, and, and people finding just really interesting ways of getting fired. And so that being said, I just want to jump right into the news. Bullshit from the news. I'm gonna start off with some fun stuff. I'm gonna start off with fun stuff and then we'll take a little break and we'll come back with the idiot stuff. But this is just cool. So an electric company in China and I'm not going to try and pronounce the city or province or wherever it is. Let's just say it's an electric company in China has started using drones to clean up their power lines. Like, well, what's, what's so funny about that? They're using fire spitting drones. No shit. They have drones going up with what amounts to a small flamethrower attached to burn the debris off of uh, the power lines. And I'm sure if you see like power lines, stupid kids, like they'll be, depending on how high the power lines are, you know, it's like if you're like in a residential area, you might have tree branches or like in my case, I'm living out in Arizona, there's palm trees everywhere. You'll get palm fronds and palm branches or just, you know, debris you know, a random trash bag, whatever. If you live in the city, or you might have kids throwing shoes up there because they're dicks. Sorry, kids are dicks. Um, so yeah, and I don't know if they're melting shoes off the power lines, but either way, 
that's what they're doing. They're ta- they're you know because I and I've seen and if you've ever seen like when the guys have to go up there in the cherry picker to clear the lines, that's dangerous. Anytime they're up there working on power lines, it's incredibly dangerous. I mean, I've I know there's like weird tricks and things they do and like these grounding cables they use and these whole weird like jump cable wire things that basically like divert the power from like I'm working right in this area. Okay, here's a jump cable here and a jump cable here that literally just brid- like moves the electricity away from the area they're working. Shit like this. Dangerous as hell. Really dangerous if you're just going up there to take some fucking tennis shoes down. Really dumb. If you're going to die because you were taking tennis shoes off a power line, that's messed up. Enter the drone. I th- I just think this is really cool. I think it's just a really fun idea. Uh, I seriously doubt they'd ever let something like this happen in the States because people get touchy about drones and, and I'm pretty sure just about every set of power lines is like a no-fly area. Especially like the picture they show is like one of those really high... Uh, like the, like the main core lines, not like your little residential wooden pole, you know, that, you know, your utility line, it's got your electricity and your cable and all that shit attached to it. But this is like one of those big, Hey, we're crossing the country tower, metal tower power lines. But either way, it's a fire spitting drone. That's some battle bots shit right there. So, and they're using, and I, I would not be surprised because it's China. I wouldn't be surprised if that's where they got the idea. It's like somebody made a fire spitting robot to f- go in their, their battle dome and they're like, Hey, we can use that. That's fucking cool. Because, you know, China and <laughs> because in, in, in Asia, they do the cool shit like this and they come up because they're, you know, the China and Japan. That's where all the electronics come from and that's where the robots come from. And now that's where the fire spitting, uh, electric, power line cleaners come from, which is cool. Uh, so I, I'm all for, you know, fire spitting drones and power lines. I, I don't get the drone thing. Everybody's using drones for everything. You know, uh, Amazon delivery. I think UPS is talking about drone, am, uh, drone delivery. And I think pizza hut, somebody, one of the pizza places experimented with drone delivery. I don't, I don't get the drone thing. I guess, like, for me, if I want to remote control something, I'll get, a, like, a remote control car, because I'm, I'm 12. But I'll sit there with, like, a remote control car or some, something really cool. I'm sorry, I don't get drones. If I want to fly, I'll go fly a kite, because I'm, like, you know, 80. But I'll, I'll fly a kite or I'll use a cheap-ass remote control car. I'm not going to spend $300 for something that could theoretically die in five minutes by hitting a tree. Drones are sensitive. Sorry, they just are. Nevertheless, it's a cool thing. Flame, you know, flamethrower drone. Okay. Another fun story here, and this one's just... Uh, they would never... I don't think it's going to... Another another fun little uh, uh, sex law. I think we talked before about... We... I... I, I had the story before about the German... Uh, they wanted in Germany. They wanted to basically have uh, like uh, brothels and sex workers and prostitution covered under your your health insurance, like for seniors. And it's like, oh, if you have a medical condition and you aren't capable of of uh, perf- or you can't afford your prostitute, 
It's covered under Medicaid or whatever, you know, the German equivalent of Medicaid. Well, you know, they borrowed the whole legalized prostitution system for next door from Sweden. And now, is it Sweden or Switzerland? I don't know. I'm not thinking geography. I don't have a map. Either way, it was a much more chill country than Germany that legalized prostitution. And now, uh, Sweden is at least one Swedish politician is trying to get a law, uh, to allow for paid sex breaks. Go back to that paid sex breaks. So basically, Hey, we want you to go out and take a break, like take an hour off of work and go have a nooner justification to help fitness and childbirth. I guess Sweden has uh, low birth rates or something, or people are leaving. I don't know. Uh, but they are trying to increase childbirth. And because of you know all the studies that show that a healthy sex life is, is good for you, and it burns calories and increases physical fitness and yada, 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 and all of the great health benefits of, of having sex... So what they want to, what he's, this particular uh, person is proposing is that at least once a week, your, like your lunch break or whatever, you're going to have an extra break during your work week specifically to go have sex. And the, the people that are complaining, they're saying, no, you can't do that. Their argument is not, that's a dumb idea. Their argument is we can't verify that they're taking this time to have sex. And we can't mandate that, hey, you, go take an hour and go get laid. Which would be hilarious. I th- and, and hey, why the hell not, Sweden? But because, you know, I, I don't know anybody that's Swedish. And, and I'm not going to make the, the general just the generalization. But the outside world views Sweden as basically they're all a bunch of, of gorgeous blondes. And, and that's what the entire world views. Everybody views... Uh, you know, later hosen, which isn't Swedish, whatever. But you think of, you know, the, the blonde pigtails and the beer and all, which is again, not Swedish, whatever. But the, the image of Sweden and Swedish people is all of these big, like, just beautiful blonde people who everybody would want to have sex with. So what the hell not? And then again, and I don't know, cause I don't know anybody that's actually Swedish, but if this is true, I'm just going to go on the, the vague generality. If that is true, would not these people just kind of have, you know, burnout? Like, everybody's this beautiful. Why? It's like, big Swedish guy is used to seeing, you know, he's got, you know, five sisters who all are gorgeous blondes, and he married a gorgeous blonde. Well, guess what? She's, they, you get like desensitized. To the hotness, I guess, if that's, if, if that's the case. And then they're all desensitized to it. And that's why that's, that's the problem. That's what it is. That's why they aren't banging in Sweden is that everybody is so beautiful. They're just desensitized to it. And so nobody, they just don't want to have sex with each other because, well, you know, yeah, they're, they've got beautiful burnout. That's it. And again, making the generalization for all I know, they're all dogs. Um, Everybody, everybody's hideous and then everybody really doesn't want to have sex because they're all hideous. I don't know. It's either everybody's ugly or they've got beautiful burnout. I don't know. But 
That's what's going on. Yep. That's, that's it. I figured it out. That's why they're trying to pay everybody in Sweden to have sex. That's it. That I, I've solved it. So what they need to do, don't pay everybody in Sweden to have sex. What you need to do is give them like a grant and say, go out in the world and go get laid in the rest of the world and everybody will have sex with you because you're beautiful people or whatever. And then come home. We're going to pay, you get a week of paid vacation to, to quote, coming to America to sow your royal oats and come back and have kids. And that'll be it. That's, that's the plan. That's what you do right there. Yeah. And guys, go out there and find yourself an American wife or whatever and bring her home to Sweden. Because what the hell? It's Sweden. Uh, yep. I, I just solved it. I just solved Sweden's problem. Don't pay, not paid sex breaks, paid sex vacations. Take it all the way. Yeah. Woo. All right. <laughs> you know, these are, see, I, I don't know if I would want to have a job where I got a paid sex break. I mean, I'm not going to say I haven't done it before when in my younger years, uh, you know, taking a long lunch break and, but that's a whole other thing. You know, I'm not getting paid for that. They want to pay you. They literally want to pay you to go home and have sex. And, or, and hey, what about those people who don't have anybody to go home to? Are they going to have like those, uh, those government subsidized prostitutes? You know, kill two birds with one plan. You know, hey, let's, let's link up these two bits together. Like, oh, we're going to pay you to have sex. Oh, if you, if you don't have somebody to have sex with, we're going to go and, uh, subsidize your prostitution. Yeah. Discount because you're single. Woo. Although that seems kind of, you know, if you're single, that's, you should be seeing the prostitute because you're single. Cause if you're married, you shouldn't be seeing the prostitute. Whatever. I'm not in Sweden. I don't know how their laws work. They're weird people. Um, you're not here. You're weird people just cause I don't know. I don't know. Now, now I'm going to get hate mail cause I'm like, Oh my God, you're so racist. Hey, if I got hate mail, if I get any mail of any kind, bonus, you know, you want to sit there and flame on me for, for, for generalizing Swedish people, go ahead. I'm all for it. Just tell me something. All right. <laughs> uh, that, but yeah, I don't know. Between fire spitting drones and, and Swedish, uh, sex break lunches. Uh, I don't know. Fun place. Fun. I don't know. We, I don't know if we should, do we need these here? Fire spitting drones is cool. And that'd be totally awesome, but I, I'm pretty sure that nobody would let you do it. And like, oh my god, you're gonna kill somebody. That's a fire-breathing drone; it'll kill somebody. And oh my god, you're paying people to have sex. That's legalized prostitution. No, because the people paying aren't the ones having sex. Uh. Now, if you had to pay your boss so you could go home and have sex, and oh, I need an extra two-hour lunch break today. Here's a hundred bucks. I don't even think that even really, well, I guess that'd be like pimping, but there's no real relation. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, unless you're banging the boss's daughter and then all bets are off. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to take my first break and I will come back with all of the really stupid job stories this week. Access granted. I'm Matt. This is Joe. And I'm Becky. And we host Pre-Recorded Live, a weekly podcast where we goof off and geek out about nerdy news, movies, video games, and whatever else we feel like talking about. So check us out at Pre-Rec Live on Twitter, 
facebook.com backslash live, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcasting app. I didn't, I, I didn't get a second line. I feel like I should say something. All my butt hair fell out. It's kind of nice. <laughs> what's happening with the mole man? What, what's happening to the new man? What's happening with the mole man? I don't know the song about the new man. Hey, it's the new man. If you're looking for a new podcast to check out, why not check out what's happening with the new man? With the crazy bad scientists from Australia talking about all sorts of things from gardening to cooking to life at home with your kids, What's Happening with the New Man podcast is the one for you. Check it out now. It's on iTunes, What's Happening with the New Man, also on Podbeam and all your social media pipes. Make sure you press the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You don't want to miss this hilarious podcast from Australia, What's Happening with the New Man. And I'm back. So, whereas the the first part of the show was very silly, fun, awesome work-related stories, the rest of this is just one collective jackasses of the week sort of thing. Uh, all of these people found great ways to lose their jobs just for doing something really stupid. So let's start off with... The plumber who was fired for taking a picture of his customer's, let's just call it a sex toy, and sharing it online. So a plumber in the UK basically shows up to go do some work in the bathroom, and on the wall in the shower, he finds a, I guess you could say a a suction cupped phallus. There's a dick stuck to the wall. Yeah, why the hell am I censoring it? There, there's, there's, there, there's a, a dick stuck to the wall, and so he snaps a picture of it and shares it on a little group that he's part of, and you know, it's like, oh my god, my worst fear as a plumber came true today, and of course this gets shared around, and eventually the pictures get shared around to another group of people, and. Guess who was in the other group of people? The customer who recognizes her bathroom and her suction cup dick. And now he's fired. And what happened? They, a bunch of people got pissed at, at, not at him. She got pissed at him, obviously, but a bunch of people in the, in his group got pissed and was like, who the hell shared the picture to another group? Who's out there sharing with women that ended up getting, you know, getting our our boy fired here? Now, in completely in, like, for him, he owned up to it. Like, when he got fired, he was like, he admitted to it, he apologized, he admitted, like, poor judgment. I should not be snapping pictures of, you know, and sharing, you know, what potentially embarrassing pictures of clients, uh, anything. It's kind of, it's just generally, it's a big no-no. It's unprofessional as shit. Fine. And, you know, when he got fired, he was like, they really didn't have any choice. I, I, yeah, I should be fired for this. I, I accept this. I accept my fate. I did something stupid. I should be fired. 
But in his defense, why the fuck would you leave your sex toys suction cupped to the shower wall when you have a plumber coming over? You dumb bitch. I'm, 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 you know, he was dumb for, for snapping the picture. She was dumb for leaving it there. I mean, really? How uncomfortable is that? I mean, seriously? You know, you want to have a sex toy in the bathtub? Fine. Don't leave it there when you call the plumber. That's just stupid. Oh my God, are you retarded? He, she must be. And really, I mean, I understand the outrage and the, oh my God, I can't believe this is so embarrassing. Nobody knew it was you until you responded. It could be anybody's bathroom. It's a very generic looking bathroom. Everybody's like bathrooms. When you're just taking a shot of a, of a bathtub and a shower, Everyone looks the same. They literally come off of a factory line. Now, if this was like Pamela Anderson's shower and it's some custom crazy shit that you could recognize from cribs, fine. Normal people have the same fucking shower. I bet if I went and looked in my bathroom, it would look very similar to this bathroom minus the suction cup dick. Uh, you know, he's got the massage shower head. He's got the same stupid faucet. Bathrooms are kind of, you know, rolled out. It's just kind of a factory thing. There's only so much variation a normal person has. Nobody would have known. It wouldn't have been embarrassing unless somebody else is going to recognize the suction cup dick in your shower. So it was only a problem when you, Miss, Miss, I forgot to take, put my sex toys away, responded to it. And again, I, I totally understand the, oh my god, this is embarrassing, he did something unprofessional. You don't publicly respond. You go and say, hey, I saw this online. This is unprofessional. And fine, if he gets fired for that, she publicly responded, oh my god, that's my shower. You dumb bitch. So they both, they both fucked up on that one. I'm, I'm, again, he did something stupid. And absolutely, he deserved to be fired for that. I, I, I own up to that. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to admit. And he admitted totally. It's like, yeah, no, I fucked up. I, I should be fired. Fine. She should have shut her damn mouth because if it was that embarrassing, why admit to it? Like, you should be sitting there. Oh my God. Look, that's such a dumb person. I can't believe they did that. Oh my God. It's my... Don't, don't own up to it. Don't, because that just keeps the embarrassment on you like I'm doing. See, that's, that's what you get. You get me ridiculing you because you were dumb enough to come out. It would just be a funny situation for the internet to laugh at until you made it a, you made it public of who you are. Sorry. <sighs> okay. Speaking of suction cup dicks, no. Speaking of, of sexually inappropriate behavior, a nursing home worker in Ohio, uh, has been arrested and is facing charges of elder abuse after giving a lap dance to a hundred-year-old man with dementia. There's video of it. Apparently, there was there was a witness, not just like a oh my god, I can't believe it. this was like she was in there with like this hundred-year-old guy in a nursing home with dementia. And she's over there giving him a lap dance and flashing her, flashing him, like, 
And now I, there's, there's a certain school of thought that goes, Hey, this guy's enjoying the show. He's appreciating this. I see the way he looks at me. Let's be fair. This is a hundred year old guy with dementia. He's probably looking like that at the geraniums, but you know, you're a 26 year old blonde, you know, girl working, you know, coming in, cleaning his room, doing all the, whatever, taking care of him. And I, I, so if you're trying to, you know, do the, you know, Hey, let's give the old guy a show. He'll really enjoy it. Don't videotape it and don't have your friend who doesn't agree. It was like, there was another person in the room. It was another employee that filmed this. It was sitting there shooting this. Like, ah, uh, everything kind of comes down to you were dumb. And shared it like now, if the other friend was in on it, that's a whole other thing. And let's be fair, they both got fired. But because she's up there grinding on the old man and, and taking her top off, you know, pulling her pants down, like, you know, she's she's giving a lap dance to a hundred year old guy with dementia, and that's where the whole legal thing is coming in. Because the argument is being made that this is elder abuse because he has dementia and he couldn't and he wasn't like in the right mind and she's like no he was perfectly fine he was sitting there enjoying it he could have told me to stop he could have said no it's like he's old and, and and but he's not dead and that's kind of their defense is like he was perfectly capable of saying stop she wasn't you know like making him do anything she was doing all of the doing and uh, so, and I don't want to sound sexist, but really, is a hundred-year-old guy really going to complain when you've got a 26-year-old blonde, you know, all up on his stuff? For lack of a better word, I'm sure there's better phrasing, but that one just sounds funnier. Uh, yeah, you got a hundred-year-old guy getting a lap dance from a 26-year-old blonde. What's to complain about? I'm sorry. And I will admit, I've never been to a strip club or whatever and never sorry i'm not a prude i just never saw the point of paying to not get laid but she's again there's there's the school of thought that's like hey she's doing him a favor she's given a lap dance to this old guy who probably hasn't had a lap dance in in 50 years and then the other people are like he's a hundred years old he's not in his right mind he would have objected if he had the opportunity you don't know that you don't know if he'd objected but I can see the, the half an argument, but if people getting really upset over, uh, just, uh, if, if he said something, if he, if now I don't know anything about the old man for all we know, the old man does not is like just completely out of his mind. At which case, why is he sitting up in a chair, able to get a lap dance, whatever, but it's just a, it's another case of there's details of the story that could totally change the perspective. And like I said, her argument and her defense is that he was perfectly capable of saying stop. He was perfectly capable of saying no, and he didn't. He let her go on with it. And the friend who was in there who filmed the whole thing didn't stop her. Again, they both got fired. But just a, I don't know, details. She's probably going to jail. Not very long because it's like she, she she gave a lap dance to a person. She wasn't beating him or anything, but 
they're calling a lap dance elder abuse, which I just kind of, I, I call shenanigans on it. I kind of call bullshit on that. It's not elder abuse. It's inappropriate because you're getting paid. You're, you're there as an, as an orderly. You're there as an employee of the place. That's why it's inappropriate. Not because you gave the old guy a lap dance. Fired? Yes. Jail? No. So, uh, and last, but certainly not dumbest. Maybe it is dumbest. I don't know. Not the least, because all of these people are dumb. Uh, is this back in China? Are we, yep, we are. No, we're in Japan now. Uh, Fifty-year, fifty-four-year-old man in Japan stabs himself in the leg. Sorry, in the hip, so he could skip work. Apparently, this guy just. I guess he just, he was too stressed out about work stuff. And so he sees a, a, like a kitchen knife laying in a, in the bushes on his way to work. And then like stops at the little train station and stabs himself. And then calls the police saying he was attacked while he was in the bathroom at the train station. No, they get there and he's all bleeding and shit. And they're like, oh yeah, I was just standing here at the urinal and someone came up and stabbed me. And of course they keep kind of pressing for details. And the more they press for details, then the more his story falls apart. And then he just kind of cracks and he's like, you're, now I'm going to say, I don't care if you're Japan, China, you file false. This is basically falls under filing a false police report and it's, it's fraud. And I don't know if you get trouble for assaulting yourself, but he literally just was too stressed about work, so he was willing to stab himself and fake an attack in a urinal to not go to work. Well, guess what? You're not going to work because you just got arrested for trying to file a false police report, basically. Uh, you know, he came, he came clean about it, but uh, he had to, to quote, <laughs> I didn't want to go to work, so I did it. If I got hurt, I thought I would not have to go to work. Really? How the fuck bad is your job, dude? What is your job? And why is it so terrible that stabbing yourself and, and possibly going to the hospital and going to jail is better than going to work? I mean, you're in Japan. I mean, you're, it's not, you know, communist China where, you know, I don't know the working conditions in China. I'm just, you know, unless you're one of those like drone flame pilots. Hey, shit, dude, where the hell you go? Go to China and be a, a flame drone pilot. But what the hell is so shitty about your job that you would rather get stabbed in the ass than and, and come up with a bullshit story like that? The guy got randomly attacked while I was taking a piss. What? Makes no sense. Sorry, dude. Come up with a better story before you stab yourself in the leg. Do not, you know, maim yourself with a rusty kitchen knife before you've got your facts straight. Uh, I, yeah, I don't, how bad is your job? Really? I mean, I don't hate my job. And I, I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm, I'm weird. I've never been fired from a job. I've never been stupid enough to, you know, stab myself in the leg. But, I've never been fired from a job. I was kind of 
politically coaxed out of one job, just kind of company politics, bull crap, making me quit. And I've had jobs that I left for various reasons, but I've, I've only had realistically like three jobs in my life. I worked in two different restaurants for a very long time, and I've been a commercial cleaner for a few years. I've never been fired. I've never had, I've never, and I've never been in a situation where I was so miserable with my job that I would stab myself in the leg. Now, I've stabbed myself in the leg before, but that was just, you know, an instant. Like, oh, I was, I was scraping something off of the floor with my knife, and when I stood up, I, it, my knife went into my leg. Cause, you know, blonde roots. Sorry. Um, but I just, I, I've never had that happen. I, I can't understand. How bad is your job, dude? What do you do? What do you know? What did you used to do? Cause you don't do it anymore. <laughs> uh, these are definitely interesting ways of getting fired. I'll give it to these people. They, they put it, they, they, they put the, I mean, they, they got fired and arrested. Okay. Not the, not the plumber. He didn't get arrested, but you know, yeah, they like, we're going to get fired and go to jail. We're, yeah, we got one up over all you normal fired fuckers. Okay. Well, now it's time for my last little promo break. And when I come back, I have a recommended listening courtesy of Night Vale Presents. What is the Potter family? Hey guys, it's Rad Dad Chad, Jay Mills, and Lil Man from the Full of Fiber podcast. Hey, this is Bro from the World of Row podcast. Hey, this is Rick from Ice and the Face. This is Eric Mocker from the Mockers podcast. This is Cyanide from the Little Geek Lost podcast. This is Greg from the Sports Dance podcast. Hey, y'all. It's Juliet Miranda from the Unwritable Rant podcast. This is Nick from the Epic Film Guys podcast. This is Paul from the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews podcast. This is Matthew McDonough from the Passersby podcast. This is Adam from Everyone Has a Podcast. This is Gareth from the Open Hour Powers podcast. This is Nick from the Geek Over podcast. We're Josh and David from the Scotch and Flicks podcast. We are you, podcasters coming together in a community to help one another grow. So follow us on Twitter at Potter Family and use the hashtag Potter Family in your tweets and retweet other people who do the same. Potter Family, where great podcasts come home. I I want to start by saying Oh shit Sorry, someone cut me off Anyway I want to start by saying that this is not a story It's a road trip Which, same difference In a good one, the start is exciting And the finish is satisfying And we end up somewhere else Somewhere a long way from where we started I don't know where this trip started, what counts as the first moment, but for lack of a better answer, I'll start with this. I mourned you, Alice. I've never loved anyone so hard. From my goddamn gut. So, screw you for that. I mean, really.
Ooh, I love this show. Okay, this week's recommended listening is kind of a little twist because this is actually a, a, a series, like a seasonal type show, and it's actually between seasons right now, is Alice Isn't Dead from Night Vale Presents. And I will probably get into, th- I'm going to get into the other Night Vale Presents shows, especially Welcome to Night Vale, which is their kind of flagship show. And you might be wondering, well, if it's their first show, why didn't I start there? Because I've got a work theme, and this is a show that involves literally a female truck driver. What's what's more of a work-related sort of thing than a truck driver? Um, so I went with that one. And, but... Just to go with the the official description of the show, this is a truck driver searches across America for the wife she had long assumed was dead. In the course of her search, she will encounter not quite human serial murderers, towns literally lost in time, and a conspiracy that goes way beyond missing woman. I'm, I I I don't have the words to describe, and I'm. I appreciate all of these other shows that are great at describing themselves because I suck at it. I can't describe my own show, but these people are great at it. And it's that's probably the best way to describe this show because, I mean, it kind of wraps up the entire idea of the plot. But it's it's heavy. It is, it is written by uh, Joseph Fink, who is one of the creators of Welcome to Night Vale. And... It's just a very, it's interesting. And I will admit, it took me a couple episodes to really get really deep into it. And I think it's one of those things where you start a new show and even when you're like a hundred episodes in or however far they were in on Welcome to Night Vale, they were three years in or three or four years in and they have, they've been doing touring shows and they've got this thing down. Well, it's a new, it's a new theme. It's a new program. It's a new thing. So their, their, their first few episodes had a little bit of a learning curve and there was some slight adjustment, but the, it's, it's only a 10 episode series right now. The first season of it is only 10 episodes and they're not especially long. They're all in around the 30 ish minute range. I think the, the finale was uh, a little bit longer. It was like a two part finale. It really by that last episode. And again, it's the, just the first season and the second season is supposed to be coming up soon and I'm really excited for it. But by that last episode, I was so just wrapped up in the story. I was, I was on pins and needles. I'm like sitting there just so wound up, excited, wanting to see how it played out. And they, they're so great. And the Night Vale guys and, uh, Jeffrey Craner and Joseph Fink are great storytellers. And they tell some weird stories. I'm going to straight up say it. This is a twisted, messed up sort of story. But if you listen to Welcome to Night Vale or any of the Night Vale shows, it is, it's kind of that sort of, they've got kind of a twisted, dark sort of, uh, vein to them. And, and this is no different, but it is, it is a very, it, it pulls you in the way the story just, it grabs you and you're like, I, I'm really, I'm wanting to just like listening to the music and listen to that little opening teaser bit. Um, I, I almost want to go back and just re-listen to the whole first season prepping for the second season anyway, but just because just, especially the music, the music really pulls you in and the, 
because it, it kind of jumps around a bit because it goes from her describing the actions and things that are going on to her just talking kind of, you know, truck diver, truck driver talking into, into the, into the void of, Hey, my wife is out there somewhere. Maybe. Are you dead? Are you not dead? Now I'm suddenly not thinking you're dead. Um, maybe there's, there's evidence out there in her travels that, that indicates that maybe her wife isn't dead. And it's a really, it, it, as, and as the story plays out and you come across again, inhuman serial murderers and the descriptions of what's referred to as the thistle man is just grotesque and you can visualize, you see, they do such a great job of really making you understand what this character looks like and how grotesque and the, ah, just thinking about it now, like, ah, it's, it's, ah, it's bad. Ah, but you really visualize, you really know what this, who this character is, what he is, and they get into it and you, you're there and there's some exciting moments and there's some nerve wracking moments and there's all this, all just bundled wad of emotions that it takes you on this crazy whirlwind and it's a great story and it, it, it plays out the way it's described it's in chapters and it's like one it's like a book the whole thing plays out like a novel which is kind of the way the night Vale stories kind of work but i'm really excited i, I really do love this show and again it's only 10 episodes and uh, right now and so i think absolutely worth a listen and it's 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 just a great little twisted tale if you and again it's a i mean it's it's a night vale presents podcast so it's a main it's it's mainstream only because they've gotten a lot of attention for their stories but it's the the kind of twisted nature of their style is it's 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 for a certain subset of people people with that sort of twisted vein to them so they'll get it and people who listen to joe rogan on a regular basis probably aren't these are different audiences but it's absolutely my sort of twisted little thing so check it out that's alice isn't dead and that is you can find it at nightvalepresents.com and that's where all of the night vale presents shows uh live in their little big group and if you want to tack on a slash Alice isn't dead, you'll get right to it. Or you can check them all out. I'm going to cover them all, I promise, because they're all awesome. But for now, that is going to do it for me this week. Remember, you can catch all, get all the links to all of these stories and to all of my recommended listening at odd.out.blogspot.com. And you can subscribe to the show whether you're on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher or Spreaker or wherever it is you want to listen to me. Find me there and subscribe and tell your friends because I'm not going to get new listeners if you don't tell your friends that I'm Crazy Lunatic. And they're like, yeah, you can't be that crazy. I'm really that crazy and weird. But hey, you're listening to me this far, so what the hell? And once again, you can always check me out. You can always, you know, hook up with me on Twitter and Facebook, of course, at Odd Dad Out. And until next time, I'm Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out, because, you know, I haven't already told you. Thank you and good night. <laughs>